Good morning, afternoon, evening, night. Whenever you find a way to watch or listen to this podcast, it is me, Omar of Hardware. Uh, Jackson and I are recording later this week our preview as the season winds down. But on my day off, you know, 7 a.m., you know, grind doesn't stop. I'm sitting with Matthew Patrick, um, just a huge Tulane fan, which like, and she's, excuse me, I haven't, I haven't memorized your, your Twitter, Twitter handle yet, <clears throat> um, but I'm sure you can say that. Uh, it'll The link will be in the bio. Uh, geez, horrible host. But Matthew, thank you for joining me to talk some Tulane Army series history. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself, about your, like Tulane fandom and everything before we start a discussion? Well, I mean, I'm a two-lane lifer through through thick and thin, mostly thin. But right now, it seems like these last couple of years are really getting into the thick of things. You know, 21 wins out of the last 24 games. I couldn't be more proud of Tulane's program right now, how far they've come. But you just you have to remember where, where we came from as well. You know, we were one of the worst football programs in America, and I was still – a big Tulane fan then, everybody called me a madman. But I said one day, I feel like with our location and our recruiting, if we ever got a good coach, we could be good. And, you know, look look at us now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And uh, Matthew runs the Wave Must Roll page on on, on, uh, on Twitter at So How Is Texas. That's the handle. My bad for forgetting <laughs> that. I should, I should have prepped that and write that down. But that will be – in the bio, but I I do know how it feels like the whole uh, I guess because Tulane's sort of ascent is kind of like Army's uh, was because I've been an Army fan since I was a kid, um and you know the really there's some really lean years as a kid um you know everyone knows about the streak from uh from 2000 to 2015 of losing to Navy, but the heights in the the heights of the Jeff Munkin uh area has been great really i mean 11 and 2 on 11 and 2 season winning the lambert trophy for the first time in 60 years for the best team in the in the northeast and just other highs so i can totally sympathize and understand the joy that you're feeling right now for uh for tulane um so speaking of army though the, the main the main talk of the main topic of our discussion is army joining the american and i wanted to so Naturally, there aren't a lot of teams in the American. There's a few teams we have history with. Tulane is one of them. So I was excited to have that series series renewed. But I want to know the point of view from a Tulane fan about another service academy joining the conference and one that doesn't run the triple option, I'll say. Well, one point of view is if you play Army and Navy back-to-back, you're going to have a lot of defensive injuries. So there's that. Um, it's a tough uh, it's a tough offense to, to game plan for, really. Because it's it's different. You have to be very very sound on defense, which you know, fortunately, Tulane is very sound on defense and they tackle well. But I think from a Tulane fan, uh, Tulane fans' perspective, we're um, we're just trying we're just trying to beat the teams that the schedule give us. The schedule gives us rather. But uh, it is good to see another familiar face on the schedule, uh, a team that we actually have history with playing, and it's a. It's a fun it's a fun series as well. And we have a lot of um Northeastern alumni in the New York uh area who travel to that game and, and uh enjoy going to see games in West Point. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean something we'll we'll discuss I mean pretty soon is just like the lack of opponents that Tulane is history with 
in that are in the American right now, but Army and Tulane have played a total of 23 times since 1953 when the series began with Tulane holding a 13-9-1 edge. And for sure, I think I think Tulane has kind of morphed in, in, in the Munkin era to this team that, honestly, that, that Munkin, like, I wouldn't say there's a narrative behind it, but Munkin is 0-4 against Tulane right now. So, I mean, that'll definitely be a storyline that kind of follows. Uh, um, it kind of adds a different element to this rivalry, which – Excuse me. I also wanted to ask too about like the the Tulane Navy rivalry, which I know there's like a couple, a couple of uh, years where the Tulane Navy rivalry was on the final weekend of the season. Um, do you kind of see like I guess what were your thoughts on that kind of like the American manufacturing Navy Tulane to be a rivalry by putting it on rivalry weekend? And do you see the American doing the same with Army? Um, uh, you meaning putting uh putting Army and Tulane later in the season? Yeah, like on like on Thanksgiving weekend. Um, I don't think they will. Um, it doesn't seem like any, any of these traditional rivalries really matter anymore. It's, it's what the TV networks want. If ESPN and Disney want Tulane and Army to be on rivalry weekend, then Tulane and Army will be on rivalry weekend. But, um, going, going back to the Tulane series, I actually, I looked into this this morning. Um, Tulane is tied with Navy and Air Force in the series. Army is the only service academy we currently have a series lead over at the moment. Uh, Four-game win streak dating back to 2015. Yeah, I mean, those have been some, and those have been some down-to-the-wire games, too, for sure. I mean, almost oh, like yeah. the, the 2015 one was for sure. That one, that one, that one was a heartbreaker for me. 2017, for sure, we converted yeah. the fourth round at the very end. Uh, Jonathan Banks. Yeah, and Banks. Yeah. God, that game gave me a heart attack. We scored a like a fifty yard rushing touchdown on the first game of scrimmage. Like, all right, it's gonna be a shootout. Wound up being a defensive war. You know, you yeah. never have to know how these things are gonna play out. Yeah, exactly. And I remember in twenty twenty, Army was like ranked in the uh, I think coaches poll, and oh, yeah. we gave you guys your first ranked win since uh, since eighty four. So I mean, definitely like a lot of great moments in the series for sure. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it, and but that's a good point too. I mean, about, uh, about, I guess, Disney and ESPN, I guess really, you know, holding like running, you know, running the show. Um, but, uh, so, something else I wanted to ask, which I mentioned earlier is just the fact that Tulane and, in the new American doesn't have, I mean, they have a few series, uh, a few opponents they have a good series history with, um, like we meant, like we talked about before we went live, um, uh, the series with Rice. There's original Conference USA members. Uh, uh, I guess East Carolina and Memphis. But I mean, aside from that, there's really not much history with a lot of the teams. And of course, there's USF, who's been in the American for a while. But there's really not much serious history with a lot of teams in the conference, aside from those schools and the service academy. So I guess, what are your thoughts um, on that, and just getting a team with history with that you guys have history with with Army? Um, I think that uh. Based, based on the options available, that Army was the best brand available for the American Conference. It is, it is a team that Tulane fans and alumni can actually get excited about playing. Where we look, we look at our schedule, and it's a lot of, you know, unfortunately, it's a lot of blah. It's um not saying these teams are bad teams or you know they can't grow. I think that some of some of these teams, you know, give them American Conference resources, they could become good teams if you years down the road but uh the ske- the schedule the schedule is really uh really weak and it's not it's not very interesting and uh 
you have a team you have a team like Army and look, you guys, you know, y'all aren't having the best season, but yet you beat ranked Air Force by twenty. You beat USA in their house. You know, that that game is always gonna be tough and it's always gonna be an exciting game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's kind of Army's trademark. I mean, playing any team tough. I mean, uh, anytime, any anywhere except for LSU this year because that one, that one was. <laughs> I mean, I can't really explain that one. I just want to ask you, as a Tulane fan, like some of your favorite moments in the in the Tulane Army series because I mean, I, I have a couple. You told me not to mention the two thousand eight game, which I'm surprised you didn't you didn't mention the two thousand seven <laughs> game because that one was a real heartbreaker. Uh, funny thing about the two two thousand seven game is at the end of the game, I cried, man. I cried like a 10-year-old girl. <laughs> like, that that broke my heart. And I was uh, I was 16 years old in 2017. But, man, I went up to my mom, and I was like, I can't believe Tulane lost like this. And then after that game, I started – something inside of me just was like, eh, whatever. I started to take, take the losses more in stride because that year was a lot of heartbreaking losses. You know, we had – you know, one of the best running backs in the country, but blew like every game. I just got used to it. But yeah, that's definitely not one of my favorite games. 2008 was just miserable. That I'm, I hate that there is a part of my brain that is, that is dedicated to the memory of that football game, that game they experienced. If I could just get that part of my brain lobotomized, the 2008 Tulane Army game, getting waxed in a, a literal high school stadium. <laughs> By army on homecoming, and uh, you know, we really, I really thought Tulane was gonna win that game. I really did, like, because we we didn't look terrible, and then the wheels just came off, and yeah, we didn't win a game after that. We lost every game, probably like by thirty points, I believe. Uh, so yeah, those two aren't my favorite memories, but I would say 2015. I think we won on like a fourth quarter field goal or something like that. That was a good memory. Because wins were very few and far between at that time, and when you're a team that has consistently losing like that, you just you really appreciate the wins when they do come. You know, even if it is by one point, by three points, you're just you're just happy to win. I was uh I was ecstatic to win that game as well as uh as well as 2017. I think is another good one because I saw I saw progress. I saw that Willie Fritz was really building something in the 2017 season. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the 2017, that was a huge building block for sure. That was a heartbreaker. There's been a lot of heartbreakers in the series from, uh, I guess, from on both sides between us. Because uh, the one that comes to mind for me is the 2009 game um, when when Army needed – I mean, that was, like, before the season, like, Army needed five wins. I can remember as a kid looking at the schedule saying, like, there's five gimme wins and there's one team we need to upset, one of the Power Five teams, which we upset Vanderbilt earlier in the year. Which uh, turned out to not really be an upset because they they um, declined after going going to a bowl in two thousand eight, but um, Tulane was one of the schools where you know I looked at I was like man we can beat Tulane we can go to a bowl game which was the first year of the, of the military bowl then the Eagle Bank bowl at RFK, and um, yeah they uh, they missed the game winning field goal Alex Carlton missed a game winning field goal and Ross Tevinow. Um, hit a game-winning field goal in the rain against Army. So that one, that one was definitely a heartbreaker for me because as a kid, I was like, yeah, like the Army Navy game sucked, but it was like going to a bowl game, like you know, just like wow, like seeing my Army Black Knights in a bowl game for the first time in uh in my life, which I'd been watching Army since two thousand five, so about four years. So that one was a heartbreaker, but um, 
I mean, we got the we got the two game win streak after that. So that I guess that kind of mended everything with with the bowl game in between. Um, so yeah, excuse me, just like a lot of, a lot of great moments in the series, and I'm just glad to be running it back with Tulane for sure. Um, but but yeah, um, do you have anything else to add? I mean, I feel, I I feel like um, you know, this, this conversation was, was brief, but we got to the point too, just about the, the just the great moments in this rivalry. Uh, one thing I'll add. You said that, uh, you know, you looked at the schedule and you circled the two-lane game as, you know, I think we can win this. I think back in those days, a lot of teams did. You looked at two-lane on the schedule like, oh, I think we can beat this team. Yeah. No, I mean, for, for sure. I did, Like, for sure. Like, um, those are some lean years for both of us. You know, I'm sure you did that with Army, too, uh, you know, multiple times back in those days. I mean – uh, something I do want to add is like I know you as a Tulane fan don't miss these days, but you know I kind of wish that you know Army played or I guess Tulane played in the Superdome like still like because like <laughs> no, say, some, sometimes yeah. I do sometimes I do miss the dome a little bit. You know we're getting those uh 11 a.m. September kickoffs. It's like 110 degrees. I kind of miss being in a climate controlled environment. <laughs> Yeah, like so, I'm gonna see like you know the Army Black Knights play at Superdome, but Yeoman is a great venue for sure too. I, I went oh, a couple. Yes. I went um, I went in it's 2022. Yeah, it, it is. It's amazing. Like I went in 2022 for the HBCU Legacy Bowl. Just a, just a great venue. Uh, nice coast, nice and close to the action. Um, so for sure, just a just a, a great place to play still. But I mean, still kind of kind of long to see Army play in the Superdome. Um, but yeah, with that, uh, I don't have anything else to add. Do you have anything else, Matthew? Oh, uh, one, one thing I think that you missed is that, um, ironically, you know, you're talking about the, the good teams and the bad teams, um, 2002 army, you know, I, I forgot, I think y'all might've been like two and 10 or something, or I don't know, three and nine, something like that. And you beat Tulane, a ball team that was loaded with NFL talent, you know, Moel D. Moore and uh, J.P. Lawsman, you know, that you had the, I said, I think you said you started following in 2005, but that had to be a pretty big upset. You know? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm well aware of the, the like the history um, before, before I became a fan. And yeah, that 2002 team, I think was one in 11. They had lost the Holy Cross earlier that year. So they were on the way to being winless, but uh, yeah, the 2002 to 2003 stretch was not a great one uh, because we went 0-13, of course, 2003, so that you're looking at a 1-24 record in, in, a, in those 25 games. We don't really talk about the Todd Berry era back in those days, but yeah, like we did upset <laughs> yeah. you guys. We did upset you guys in 2002, and then in 2003, for sure, like even though we, we lost that game, we're still competitive against you guys. Uh, losing losing fifty or sorry, losing fifty to thirty to thirty three. So, like you said, like I mean, this is you know, I mean, I don't want to say the cliche throughout the record books, but there have been some surprising yeah. results in this series. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you play college football, especially a team a team like Army that has a unique offense, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I guess less unique now with the cut blocking rules, but still unique in its own right. We're still yeah, producing yeah. the classic um triple option passing lines, like especially these passing games. Like we had four completions and 70 yards against Air Force. And then this week, I think we had like 45 yards and four completions or something like that against Holy Cross. So still producing those, uh, those funny stat lines. So, I mean, I, I guess that's a consolation. Yeah. I mean, the offense is evolving, you know? Yeah. 
for sure it, for sure and i'm sure you guys went through those growing pains too in the first couple of years of uh, willie fritz because i remember you guys were very run heavy in the first oh, yeah. couple of years of willie fritz oh yeah because we didn't we didn't really have a quarterback we we had to be and then uh you know justin mcmillan he was he was an okay passer but then when we uh when we got michael pratt it completely opened the doors for us to to be a wide open passing attack yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, that that definitely was a turning point. Um, um, I guess in the in terms of the attack, uh, but yeah, that's um, that's all I have to to. Do you want to promote anything, Matthew? Do you want to? Um, all right, thank you everyone for listening. I'm excited for me to join the American. Excited to to encounter Tulane once again, an old time tested rival since the '50s. And until next, everyone, I hope you encounter this podcast. Peace, love, and soul. Peace.